The following program is rated TV-M-A-N-O-C. It contains a big pair of nuts directly on your chin. It is intended only for mature audiences. Viewer discretion advised. Here's the thing. Go to the fucking gym! Batphobia. Obesity is epidemic in the United States and a major cause of death. What is fat activism? I, a fat person, am sharing my own lived experience. Pizza is a vegetable. Your fat phobia, your problem. It is not my place as a smaller bodied white man to comment on it. Radical body positivity. What can men do against such reckless hate? There's only one man who can help me. This is for you new people. I only have one rule. Everyone fights, no one quits. This day we fight! Thwoll Normoth. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, the bacon is sizzling. Welcome to the Daily Swole. Testing, 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 test, 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 testing, testing, testicles, testing, testicles, testicles. Welcome everyone to episode 24 hundo and schneidetois of the Daily Mother Swole, the most muscular swole cast, beer cast, broadcast, gang cast, man cast, pimp cast, sleeves cast, and slay cast in the realm. Because when I flex, you flex, we all flex our biceps. What's going on, beaches, booshes, busters, hustlers, and your hoes? It's your boy, Papa Swole, your back. With another episode, today's episode, the Beastcast is brought to you, is powered, is sponsored by Everston K2, flexing on all you Beastcast. Be- it's the fucking Catalina Wine Mixer. It's the fucking Catalina Wine Mixer. All right, fam, drop it in the comments down below. What are you smashing today? Happy Swole Slut Saturday. It is a great day after all. The sun hath risen, and it's time for you to make some sick fucking gains. So drop in the comments down below. What are you smashing today? Make sure you hit the like button if you're watching on the YouTubes, and make sure that you are checking the links in the show notes down below to join the Swole Fam today to check out Papa Swolio merch over there, papaswolio.com. We got amazing new drops this past week, and uh, we have a great show for you today. Plus, we have Ask Papa Swolio live tomorrow, so we'll get into all that in just a moment. Drop in the comments. Let's bust the nut open and uh, we'll give away this wool card at the end of today's episode. Are you ready? Be shiz. Yes, sir. What's going on, TCAP, Matt, Derek, Excel? How we doing, Loretta? Put some respect on it.
All right, hashtag SSS. It is Swole Slut Saturday. Welcome everyone to the show, 2493. We'll give away the Swole card at the end of today's episode. Reminder, uh, you probably just want to drop the triple S, hashtag triple S, because if you write the word slut, you might get banned. You might get banned. You might. You might. I'm not going to ban you, but uh, Zark Kuckerberg might ban you. You might get in trouble. You don't want to get in trouble now, do you? All right, drop in the comments down below. Let's get into that tip. Um, fam, we, it's time to go fucking deep, but we got to put the tip in first. So here we go. Moisturize and spit on it, <laughs> babe, just an inch, just an inch. It's cold outside. All right. Uh, before we move forward, before we get into anything, let me see if I have a preview yesterday we had, uh, let me see if I can bring that up. Dun, 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 dun. Yes. Yes. It is here. It is here. Let's get a golf clap. Let's get a little golf clap. I'm going to bring this over. Oh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad we have it. All right. Yesterday in our overtime segment dropped a brand new driving while gaining titled women don't have those. All right. Brand new driving while gaining now available inside Swole TV and driving while gaining uncensored sections. It was awesome. If you are, <laughs> if you're a member and you caught it yesterday or you already watched it now, you have a new song in your ear hole. So go check it out. Women don't have those brand new drive gaining uncensored inside swole TV, go and check it out. And of course that was taken place in the overtime segment that we do every single Friday. So join the fam over there. Swanormansex.com and get access to all the private live streams, and exclusive content fam. We are seven days away. One week away. One week away. From P3S6, Papa Solio's signature series, the sixth release drops in just siete dias. Swolenormousx.com slash signature. Make sure that you uh, bookmark that page and that's where you'll be able to purchase the sixth edition on 3-11-23. March 11th. P3S6 on the day of episode 25 hundo. I can't believe it's another, another hundred days. It's just another hundred days, another hundred. I can't believe we're already another one, another, another one. I can't believe we're already at P3S6. And of course, uh, just to touch upon this, cause we're going through all the knowledge cock. Uh, we got some brand new designs. We got the toxic green, go the fucking gym apparel with the hashtag GTTFG. Got some cool new colors. I love the toxic green. Uh, we have the America Rocket Pop colors. We also have Vealputo Gimnasio with the VAPG and the full written Vealputo Gimnasio. So go and check that out. Uh, those are some of the latest drops this past Monday in our accountability meeting. So remember, use code DailySwole for 10% off. All merch over there at papasolio.com. The How we doing, Terry Loretta Cerny? What's up, Grizzly? How we doing? Encore of the song. Maybe later. Maybe later. We'll see how I'm feeling. All right. First post today from Brenda. And we got a food post here. Dear Swole Fam, happy Fef. I am cooking up some homemade beef broth. Papa talked about fasting on the Daily Swole today. I decided that for this month, I'm going to practice fasting every Friday from Thursday at 8 p.m. to noon on Saturday to retrain my primitive brain that I won't starve if I'm hungry and can wait for high quality food. Clear liquids, okay. No solid food during the fasting. How do you think, how do you feel about that, fam? I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Um, you could do it every week. I, I do think that 
time-restricted eating windows are fine, but I think people have this misconception that that is going to give them all these benefits of fasting. Really, you have to do longer periods. So you could do that once a week or once every two weeks, do longer. I definitely like the 36-hour range like that. Something about, let's say, Thursday at 4 or 6 p.m., you eat dinner or your last meal on a Thursday, and then you don't eat till Saturday. It's very easy. It's essentially one day because you're just not eating on um, a Friday. What I would do is just work it around your lifting schedule. So maybe you're not training or doing intense training on that day, but you can see what works best for you. Just remember like anything else, it's going to feel uncomfortable maybe, or you might feel hungry. Just drink electrolytes, drink water. You could still consume electrolytes. You could drink black coffee. I mean, that's also an appetite suppressant, or you can not do that. Some people feel like black coffee ruins a fast as long as you're not putting anything in it. But in other words, just keep that in mind. I think it's definitely good to do longer periods and not be constantly stuffing your face with food. I'm definitely a fan of, uh, of fasting, intermittent fasting. I think it's kind of funny. I think it's kind of funny. I think people that think if they eat from 10 to six, that they're doing something special for their body. It's like, you're really eating all day long. So either do like one meal a day, keep it more constricted or do a, a day or two every week or two. And test it out a little bit longer periods, but start small, start with a time restricted eating window, and then maybe expand it and do longer periods of fasting. We got a post here from Devin. Devin writes, howdy folks, I'm Devin. Excited to be here. Trying to get myself back on track and set myself up for success in the future. I was medically retired from the army in November of 2020. After eight years of service and a deployment to Afghanistan, I have 100% disability from the VA, but a large portion of that is mental issues and sleep disorders with some physical stuff. I am an artist. I draw, paint, do digital art, and make costumes and movie props and actively trying to figure out where I'm going and what I'm doing in life. The one thing I'm sure of is that I want a good physique. I want to inspire my kids, both two and four years old, teach them early about fitness and nutrition through myself being an example. I want to future-proof myself. I want to travel more, and I refuse to be one of those people who finally save up the money to travel only to find that they can't walk up a flight of stairs without getting winded. I'm really looking forward to sharing and engaging with you all. Thank you for your service. Let's fucking go, America, baby. Thank you for your service. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you for sharing. Welcome, Devin. And uh, you're in the right place. Uh, definitely check out the the book club on the Amazon store. Definitely filling your brain with uh, positive strategies, learning how to forge new habits, getting your nutrition in order, and setting yourself up for success to crush those seven pillars every day. Because just like you said, you are a leader as a patriarch. You are a leader of your family or a leader of your kids, and you need to lead by example. And no one likes a hypocrite. It doesn't matter if they're children. It doesn't matter if they're little. It doesn't matter if they're older than you. Anyone. You don't want to be a hypocrite. No one's going to listen to a hypocrite. If you're telling someone to do something and you're not doing it yourself, you're a hypocrite. Just like, for example, during the uh, the authoritarian lockdowns, like when Gavin Newsom was telling everyone to stay inside and blah, blah, blah. And he was like seen out dining and all these Democratic leadership were going and flaunting freedoms and telling everyone else to do things when they weren't. Uh, when you're telling someone to eat better and then you're eating pizza once a week. Oh, but it's me because I'm working out. So it's a cheat meal. So when you're telling someone to do something you're not, everyone thinks like, oh, you're full of shit and they're going to resent you for it and they're going to ignore you. So you have to lead by example. In other words, keep your mouth shut, crush it, 
you can always give people good information. You could always recommend people do certain things if they ask, but uh, bottom line, you need to do things for you because you're doing it for you. And it doesn't matter if other people are doing it. And that's, I think the hardest part is that it doesn't matter if they do it and you have to act that way because you're doing it for you. You're doing it for you. It doesn't matter if they eat healthy too, does it? If they don't eat healthy, okay, you're going to eat healthy. If they don't go to the fucking gym, well, you're still going to the fucking gym. Does that make sense? You're doing it anyway. So it's not like if they don't go to the fucking gym or they decide to eat garbage that you're not going to. So you have to be doing this for yourself regardless. And it might be frustrating at first when they are not getting on board, but you have to be doing this for you. And if you're doing it for you, it will inspire others, especially over time. It just takes longer than you think. Just because you've had the swole epiphany, you got swole pilled, all of a sudden everything blows into your head. You cut out all these toxic foods and vegetable oils and you, you cut down on veggies and all these plant-based foods and you start eating organs and you start going to the gym, you get better sleep and the weight's coming off and you feel great and you're meditating and you're practicing brain gains and you want to share with everyone. You want to tell everyone you want to shout out from the rooftops, hey, you could do it too. I thought this was bullshit. I thought that I knew everything and all of a sudden my life is different. I feel great. My joint pain's gone. I don't have migraines anymore. And you want to share it. You want to shout it from the rooftops. But a lot of people will just shut off. They'll just shut off because they, again, they see you doing what they know they should be doing. They wish they were inspired like you. They wish they took action. They wish they weren't letting life win. Um, so they take it out as resentment. They take it out as negativity. And that's like the quote unquote, bringing you down to their level. Uh, in other words, once you start doing better for yourself, you'll start to notice in some cases that people in your circle will start to all of a sudden become negative and they'll start to pull back and they'll start to change around you. And um, that's a very important sign. You have to distance yourself and you have to keep on focusing on yourself. So anyway, a uh, little rant there. Let's get into the next uh, What's in the box? Next Wolfam post. We got one from Dora. Dora writes, hey fam, I'm finally eating a bit more. I've been stressing about my mom. So I made this. It was so good. Eggs, bacon, and avocado. Very nice. <laughs> I'm not sure what's going on with your mom, but I hope all is well or moving in a, a positive direction. Uh, just make sure that when they're stressed, this is why meditating practicing brain gains, going to the fucking gym, practicing mobility, going for a walk, eating quality food, getting quality sleep. Even if there is stressful things in your environment, uh, the stress is really how you perceive it. It's really how you internalize and how you react to it. So make sure you stay focused on the things that you need to do. And that will help you navigating. That'll help you navigate those tough times. Doesn't mean that it's all of a sudden going to go away, but it just means that you need to be as controlled as possible. You need to have your shit locked down. That way you're able to handle those things that you can't control. Uh, Snave Mark. Hey, Swole fans from our Discord. I'm Mark. I work as a nurse in England. I'm on a fitness kick right now. My partner has been going to the gym for years, but I've decided to join her and I'm really enjoying it. I'm not getting any younger time to get my life in order. Excellent. Good for you. And uh, let's change that framing. A fitness kick. That sounds like you're into fitness for a short time. Remember, Mark, seven pillars, this is something for the rest of your life. So don't think of it as a kick. Don't think of it as a phase. Don't think of a, 
it as like a little short sprint. Okay. This is you changing your habits. This is you forging a new identity, someone that takes care of themselves, someone that follows, follows the seven pillars that invest in their body by feeding it and satisfying it with good food, challenging it physically, um, going out, getting sunlight, living like a human being. This is just the beginning. Good for you, Mark. Welcome to the fam. And our last post from Nancy. Before Matt starts yelling at me again, I'm going to do my knee rehab in the basement after work and some Therabar for my elbows. I'm stuck on my upper body routine at a weight, and I know it's my grip strength and elbow issues. Matt, are you keeping Nancy? Are, are you keeping Nancy under control? Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Nancy tends to get out of get get out of pocket now and again. So thank you, Matt, for keeping her on point. God damn it, Nancy. Um, just a couple notes about this. If you don't know what a therabar is, it's fantastic for lateral uh, epicondylitis and medial epicondylitis. So if you have issues, tennis elbow, golfer's elbow, but really that comes down to grip strength. Your grip strength is weak and you're having excessive friction with certain muscles that cross around your elbow joint and there's an imbalance there. So a couple things, working your extensors, you know, those little gel or rubber band things that go over your fingers. You can get the little ball with the circles on it that you can stretch and strengthen your extensors, which is fantastic. Uh, the Therabar is great. A bucket of rice, get 20, 30 pounds of rice and then put it in a bucket, like a five gallon bucket, a painter's bucket, and you can move your hands and squeeze and twist. That's fantastic. You have those arm axes, those little handles that you can put plates on the end. You can make one yourself with PVC pipe, or you can get one online. There's different so there's all different sorts of things you can do to strengthen your grip. You have those metal grip strengtheners, and I do a lot of that stuff, and I've been focusing more on that because once I started doing a lot more steel club, once I started doing a lot more steel club, that helped me tremendously for my mace. So a lot of people ask me all the time, and I got a question recently about this, and I saw a couple, uh, which is better, steel club or a mace? I think they're both fantastic. I really do think that people should start with a club first. It's really great for your grip strength. It's really great for your elbows, your ligaments, your wrists, all these different things. And especially as you progress or you change the grip size and the thickness and diameter, um, when you work on your grip strength as the weakest link, it will translate into stronger elbows. It will translate into stronger wrists. It will translate into stronger shoulders. It will improve your strength output when it comes to bicep curls or triceps or bench press. It's for everything. Grip strength is so important. So if you've never done focused grip training, I would get into that nice and slowly. Clubs are great. All these different things are fantastic that I just mentioned. Bucket of rice is fantastic. You just want to do a lot of reps and you want to build it up frequently over time. And uh, it's been a game changer for me. And I've noticed every single lift improve dramatically. And of course, dead hangs are fantastic, but doing focused grip training is great to translate into dead hangs, into these other types, farmers carries and things like that. But grip strength is fantastic. Just make sure you're working all sides of your, of your joints, your fingers. That's why you want to get the extensors. You want to be opening your hand. That's why those little rubber band that go over your fingertips or the little circles that I have that you've seen, you can squeeze and you can open up the little discs that have the, uh, the finger slots and the buckets of rice. The Therabar, these are all great ways to work the muscles, the tendons, ligaments, the joints in the fingers, the phalanges, the carpals, the metacarpals, all those muscles and the tiny joints and ligaments there um, on a regular basis in different ways, in different ways. You don't want to just do grip, 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 because then you'll get overuse injuries and imbalance. So 
focusing on that will help tremendously. And you will be shocked at how much that translates into every movement and every type of uh, workout for your upper body. All right, fam. Excellent. <laughs> knowledge cock time. Oh, knowledge cock time. All right, fam. It's Swole Slut Saturday. Hashtag SSS for a chance to win. You switch the sample. Today's Swole card. All right. Hashtag Swole Slut. We'll give that away at the end of today's episode. Let's see. Aww. We got the little tainty man. He's looking good. He's looking right. He's looking tight. Very nice. Good boy. Good boy. Good boy. All right. Drop in the comments down below. Hashtag ask Papa Swolio. If you got a question, remember, uh, you can submit a question at any time over there at askpapaswolio.com. Links are in the show notes below. Askpapaswolio.com. Like I said, you can wake up in a cold sweat at three in the morning. You have a question for me and all of a sudden, boom, go to askpapaswolio.com and you can submit a question and then listen to it get answered in an upcoming episode. All right, here we go. Let's get into the first call. We got one from Barber Jaramillo. Barber? That's an interesting name. Hello, Papa Suolio. Uh, greetings from Chile. Uh, what do you think about uh, going to the gym and uh, practicing kickboxing? You know, I'm usually uh, training kickboxing like five times a week. And I'm trying to just go to the fucking gym and stop doing, uh, you know, kickboxing. So what do you think? Uh, do you have something to add uh, to my routine? I don't know. Greetings, man. I fucking love you. <laughs> love you too, man. Thank you for the call. Appreciate it. Uh, from Chile. Awesome. So I hope I understood this correctly. You say you do kickboxing but you're looking to go to the gym and do less kickboxing? Do you enjoy kickboxing? Are you tired of it? You didn't tell me what your goals were, so it depends on what you're trying to achieve. So there's certain things that are more activity-based, and you know some people might disagree with me. You're fine to disagree. If you want to really improve your health, everyone, everyone should be lifting weights. Everyone should be lifting weights. This is my belief. Everyone should be lifting weights. The cardio, the Zumba, the kickboxing, that stuff's all well and good, but that's more of like an enjoyment. That's more of something that you're passionate about, you're really interested in doing. If you want to do cardiovascular activity like that, that's fine. Just use that as a seasoning, in my opinion. I mean, if you really love kickboxing, you don't have to stop, but you need to make sure that what you're doing for your physical activity is going to map to what you want. If you want to build muscle, kickboxing is not really going to help you. Okay. Kickboxing is not going to help you build muscle. Lifting weights will help you build muscle. doesn't mean that you can't do kickboxing, but you need to make sure that kickboxing is added after you have your training, your recovery, your mobility, your weight training protocol and your scheduling and your, that whole program design worked out. And then for your cardiovascular component, you could do the, the kickboxing and such. But if you're doing kickboxing seven days a week and you want to build muscle, it, it's not really going to work like that. Now, anyone that does any kind of running or physical activity is like, hey, I'm very physically active. I don't have to go to the fucking gym. You do because your body becomes more efficient at doing that activity and utilizing less calories and utilizing less. That's why people that do physical labor a lot, they still have a gut. They still are fat or skinny fat. It's because your body adapts to any kind of activity, especially if it's done over a long period of time consistently. So your body will adapt to that. You need to be adding specific stress and overload and building lean tissue 
like muscle mass in order to increase your metabolic rate and lead your body to need to tap into fat stores and things like that, proper sleep, nutrition, all those things. So, I mean, it, it depends. It depends. Do I think you should go to the fucking gym? Absolutely. What do I think about kickboxing? That's up to you. But I think you should be doing yoga, mobility work, and weight training. And then I think you can at least pull back. I don't know. I forget if you said how often you do kickboxing, but I would pull back to maybe a couple days a week and doing it light and just making sure that it complements your weight training rather than takes away from it. Because if you're doing tons of kickboxing, you might not be recovering efficiently from your weight training. And, um, you know, you don't want to get injured because you're creating a lot of tension when you're lifting weights. And then kickboxing, it's a lot of impact and fast movements. You just have to make sure that you when you're doing new types of training and you're adding new types of stress, you give your body a chance to adapt. That way you're not overloading it too much. And all of a sudden you're doing kickboxing six days a week and now you're lifting six days a week and you're doing kickboxing. It's too much of a jump. So maybe add in three days of weightlifting, pull back on the kickboxing two or three days and kind of seesaw it and see what works best for you. But it really depends on what you're trying to accomplish. If you want to build muscle, then it's lifting. It's not kickboxing. Hopefully that answers your question or gives you some more insights. Uh, let's take another call. Remember, if you got a question, drop it live. Hashtag Ask Papa Solio. Um, we will go into Instagram questions. We will. We're going to go. We're going to go into Instagram questions. If you guys don't have them live, I get it. Uh, let's see. Camilo Marugo, you're on the sleaze cast. Thanks for calling. Hello, Papa Solio. Papa Solio? You sure Abla videos doing your gin routine. Saludos. Desde Colombia. Hey, Papa Solio going international. What did you What did you say? Was that a question? Did you say, do I have videos of me going to the in the gym or exercising? I got a lot of videos on on the internet. Um, a lot of people think that it's funny because many people are coming across my content now, and they're like, "Oh, all he does is say go to the fucking gym." They don't see like the ten thousand videos I've made over the first four or five years before I started saying, go to the fucking gym. So that's what I'm doing now. That's the message that's resonating with the most people. That's the simplest, most distilled form of the message I'm trying to convey to people. Um, but in terms of, in terms of the content we have, obviously there's Swole Normous X. Um, that's the Swole fam. That's where all my expertise and information and applied knowledge for the seven pillars is inside. Um, so swarmasex.com. Of course, I post a lot of video clips. There's tons of training content. There's playlists on TikTok. You might have to look a little bit around for it, but my style of content and the way I make content is not like, oh, here's, you know, workout tutorials. I'll do that for master classes. I'll do that for swollen sevens. I'll do that for programs inside X. Um, doesn't mean that I won't have some training content peppered in there, but make sure you check out swarmasex.com. So if anyone's just coming across my content, check all the links. All right. Most people aren't really on the surface level aware of everything that we do, which is fine. That's the whole, that's the intent. But when you go deeper and you really check out the swole universe and you see everything that we have to offer, you'll see the different phases, the different things. You see the daily swole podcast. And then you realize that the go the fucking gym videos and that's very surface level, um, outreach, attention, audience building, shareability stuff. And then once you come into the swole fam a little bit deeper, you start seeing all the additional content and what we really do. Um, let's see, Eric thoughts on subway, like taking the subway or the food, the food is garbage. Might as well go to Taco Bell. Um, if that's what you mean, I mean, 
riding the subway is also you're breathing in a lot of garbage too. That air is gar- <laughs> it's nasty. Subways are gross, in my opinion. Uh, Grizzly Papa Soy secured a date with a baddie. Uh, but she admitted she doesn't like going to the gym. Then she's not a baddie, bro. The fuck? Matt Damon. Do I just not go or do I politely say I'm not interested? Do whatever you want or go out with her. And then maybe she's just never went to the gym and maybe she'll start going. It's a date. You're not marrying her tomorrow. So don't take it. So you never know. You never know. Sometimes people... Sometimes they haven't met, sometimes people haven't met the right person yet. You know, just because you go, look, I'm saying just because you go to the gym, it doesn't mean that other people wouldn't go, right? Someone that doesn't go doesn't mean they won't go, but a lot of people are intimidated or unsure where to start. And maybe she's a gym rat that just hasn't gone to the gym yet. So. Just keep that in mind. I mean, it's a date. It's not like, hey, we're going to spend the rest of our lives together and I don't go to the gym. It's like, well, that's a whole different story. Does she hate the gym? She says she, oh, she says, oh, she says she doesn't like going to the gym. Oh, oh, I I, I read that wrong. Okay. We choose truth over facts. I, I'm, I'm, I slipped over that. I probably read it and didn't process that. She doesn't like going to the gym. Ooh. Well, you could talk to her about it. Maybe it's just a date and you have a nice conversation and realize, all right, this chick is a not for me. Check it out. But again, look, I I don't think it's about, again, the gym lifting weights. It's not about enjoyment. I see Stella saying there are multiple sports. Not everyone likes the gym. She may like hiking, swimming, multiple other things. That's true. I still think everyone should lift weights, whether you like it or not, because it's good for your bone density. It's good for your body. You could like hiking. You can like going on bike rides and stuff like that. I just think objectively people should be lifting weights. You should be doing, you should be lifting weights. Um, again, it has nothing to do with whether you like it. Oh, you go to the gym. I love going to the gym. Cool. That's a bonus, but it's not required. And people need to look at the gym and training, not as, Ooh, a fun activity that I, it's irrelevant. Like you do it because you should do it. She doesn't lift dumper. Yeah, it's not a good start. It's not a good start. Let's put it that way. It's not a good start. Not off to a good start. Uh, Jonathan Benavides. Man, we got these. Pulling in all these uh, Vail Puto Gimnasio peeps. Yes. uh, I'm just curious on how to start a lifting journal. Never done one before. And I'm starting to get serious. So I'm wondering how to do that. How to do what? You say a lifting journal? Uh, I recommend checking out the Swole Fam over at SwoleNormousX.com. Uh, I didn't hear exactly. You said lifting journal or lifting. That's a really basic question. I appreciate it. You're not really sure where to start. Um, you just need to start. Uh, so I would recommend going to SwoleNormousX.com. And it sounds like if you're asking that kind of a question, super fundamental, download, click on the link, seven pillars in the menu and download the seven pillars and start reading through that so you get in, get some perspective as to what we're about and this whole philosophy behind the seven pillars and getting started. Um, there's nothing that's going to help you start aside from starting. And you might do things 
improperly. You might do things. I mean, if you're not joining the Swole Fam and you're just doing a random program, you might not do things optimally. Uh, you might do things that you realize in the future, oh man, I shouldn't have done it that way. I've been better off going this direction. I've been going off, uh, better off doing it uh, a different way. Let me try to try to get a little more focus here. I feel like I'm a little bit blurry. There we go. So, but you have to do things at the risk of failure, at the risk of not being successful. And you're going to fail until you succeed. If you do something and you don't do it optimally, yeah, it's not going to turn out well. So any of these people, 95% of all diets fail. No, 95 to 100% of things that are stupid will fail because they're stupid to begin with. If you think you're going to do some maple syrup and lemonade diet and lose 20 pounds and keep it off, you're out of your fucking mind. So you're doing something that's destined to fail and then surprised that it fucking fails. And then you're blaming the culture because you fucked up, right? So there's a lot of that. So you got to get started, but that's why I created Swolnormous X and that's the best place to start. Place to start. So download the seven pillars and get your mindset right. Get your mind focused. And if you understand the principles and why you're doing the things that you're doing to start, um, that's the best the best thing because then you're not going to be starting with a rocky foundation, which a lot of people do and they get the rug pulled out from them. Uh, Jamie from the telegram chat. I started the elimination diet. I'm unsure about using butter, bought Kerrygold, but should I be avoiding it altogether? No, you don't have to. Uh, Kerrygold's been going through some shit, right? With the wrappers, um, the wrapping on Kerrygold, but grass fed butter is a good choice. Fundamentally, grass-fed butter, whether it's raw, um, raw butter, you might find, depending on where you live, you might be able to find raw butter locally. You can order it online. You can get grass-fed butter, grass-fed ghee, G-H-E-E. That's excellent. Um, butter is fantastic, and it's definitely okay on the elimination. But again, when it comes to elimination, it's really about testing things. So if you have lactose issues or severe lactose issues, you might need to be repopulating your gut bacteria a little bit better. Um, raw milk can be a good option. Kefir is a great option. I love it. Uh, you might also go for ghee, which is clarified butter. So it depends, but you want to go for the highest quality. So anything that you don't remove, you're not testing. So it depends on how many autoimmune issues you have. If you have a lot of issues and you're obese and you have a lot of like joint pain and brain fog, you want to do as complete of elimination as possible, but anything you're not removing, you're not testing. So it doesn't really matter what it is. If you're eating beef on elimination, then guess what? You're not testing beef. Most people don't have issues with grass fed and grass finished beef, but again, you're not testing it because you're consuming it, which is fine. But understand that once you go through an elimination, you might, you're always going to be doing an elimination. What I mean by that is you're always fine tuning. So the elimination diet is just the first step, the initial process of you customizing your nutrition. So after you do your first like eight weeks on the elimination, that's your new custom diet. That's your awareness and your reactivity with the foods that you eat. And that's your custom diet. Then if you're like, oh, I still have a little bit of issues here. Like, oh, let me try cutting this out. So you can do individual things as you move forward. And then maybe you add something and oh, let me try adding this. And like, oh, but you have issues and you're observing and you're staying consistent and you're observing and adding and tweaking and removing things one at a time. And you're always reassessing and something that works for you now might not work for you as well in 25 years. So you don't know. The elimination diet, what it really does is help um, make you aware. It teaches you how food affects your body. And most people have no idea. They're just putting whatever in their mouth and they wonder why they have diarrhea or cramps or migraines or bloating. You know, so many people are chronically bloated because they're literally destroying their gut. 
and they have uh, like men that have like a big pregnant beer belly, just like a pregnant tight fucking gut. It's disgusting. Men shouldn't look like that. It's because they have severe inflammation and leaky gut and uh, their body is severely inflamed. So it's extremely compromising and disgusting. Uh, Jeff, do you have any thoughts on trap? We've answered this before on trap bar versus straight bar deadlifts. Yeah. Preference is a trap bar similar enough as a direct replacement or should both be integrated into the program. I mean, it's similar, but it'll put less stress in your lower back because you're bringing the center of gravity more behind you. You're able to stay more upright with the trap bar. So straight bar deadlifts, most people don't have good form. So especially if you're starting off with a deadlift, hex bar is a good way to start. Um, straight bar. You need really good hip, ankle, and knee mobility and thoracic mobility and strength. So if you have issues keeping your back flat with a straight bar deadlift, just elevate the plates on blocks. That way you're pulling from a higher position. But you'll notice if you put the bar up on blocks, it's very similar to the starting position of a hex bar. So a hex bar, you can stay more upright and you're not going to be leaning forward as far because you're able to bring the weight more in line with your body. So it's a safer position. Not necessarily safer, but it's safer in the sense that it puts less pressure on your lower back and it's more more hip hinge. So it's definitely fine. You see what works best for you. Everyone's going to be different when it comes to deadlifts. Depends on your leg length, your femur length, your arm length. If you have short legs and longer arms, that's ideal for deadlifting. But if you have really long legs and shorter arms, it's going to be hard for you to get into a nice flat back position and hex bar or a partial deadlift or an elevated block deadlift is a better position. And of course, and deadlifts are not required. So deadlifts, a lot of people live and breathe by deadlifts. It's a good lift. I'm not as big of a fan of it as I was. I mean, deadlifts, I, I put on a lot of mass and I was doing deadlifts regularly and there's nothing wrong with it, but there are a lot of other exercises that work the posterior chain that can be much more effective when you're, and you're doing concentric and eccentric movements unlike deadlift. So you are, um, like kettlebell swings is fantastic. So there's a lot of different ways to work the posterior chain. So deadlifts are definitely not required. I'm not one of those people that's like, you have to lift deadlifts to grow. It's, this is not true, but, um, hex bar is definitely a more quote unquote safer position. It's a solid position. Uh, Julian, to add to Jeff's question, I want to start using a hex bar for deadlifts, but most hex bars are way too wide for comfort. Is there a way around this? You can hook like angles 90. There's a, or there's different like handles that you can loop around the handles so you can bring it closer to you. That's a common problem for women with the hex bars. This is too wide to grip. So if you look up angles 90, it looks like these little banana grips. There's a lot of different types like that, but you loop it around the bar and you could actually, you, you literally can extend the handles with these kinds of like D handles or cloth additional handles. They could wrap around the handles. The only issue is if they're not secured properly, or they're not right in the middle of the bar, the bar might tilt. So, you know, it, it, it depends. It depends on the hex bar. There are hex bars that are designed a little bit more for, smaller people. So you can also Google that too. But if you're talking about something that just the gym has, then it depends. Every, every, every bar is a little bit different. Some are more full size. Some have handles that come up on top of them and such. You could also just do art dumbbell RDLs. 
you also might like dumbbell RDLs or um, in terms of a deadlift, you know how you do a T-bar row where you put the bar in like the landmine? You could do a deadlift like that and have like the V-handle or straps or whatever and do a deadlift like that with a T-bar. Just thinking of like, you know, any way they can simulate the movement where you don't have to like grab really wide with their hands. Yeah, that's a good question. It's a good question. But there are a lot of those different, a lot of those different situations where you can use these D handles or angles 90 and you can bring them to the gym. And then of course you can change the angle of what you're grabbing. It doesn't always work perfectly. Cause I, like I said, you need the balance if it's right in the middle of the bar and the handle and then it slides forward or back. So you have to see. All right, let's see any other questions. Good shit. Should we take an Instagram question? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think we should just move into balls, balls deep. Go right into BD. We'll take a we'll take a couple. We we haven't gone over these Instagram questions in a while. Um, give you a chance to maybe ask one or two more live questions. Jacob or Jacob Dehan. I am sixteen. I do 100 push-ups and 60 sit-ups a day. Is that good enough or should I work towards more? Uh, that's great. Cool. What else do you do? Do pull-ups, do other body parts. Cool. You're ready. You're at the age where you can start lifting weights. Should you work towards more? Yeah, you should work towards lifting heavier weights and doing progressive overload and learning how to how to start weight training. Good for you. Uh, kubis, kubis do flex. Kubis tau flex. It's CrossFit equal to the fucking gym, Papa Solio. Equal? I mean, they're both gyms. CrossFit is just doing certain things in a gym. CrossFit places are usually just a garage. Uh, CrossFit, the the style of CrossFit literally increased. Really all CrossFit did was solve a couple needs for people. It added constant variety, which people psychologically need. And stimulation, even though it's not required for actually making progress. So just giving people a lot of different things to do, that always seems different. It's like a personal trainer that just wants to do things different in order to make it seem like, wow, we're doing crazy stuff, but it's not really forging any real adaptations. Um, It gave people community, which you don't really have necessarily at a gym. You have to talk to people individually, but it gave you kind of like a group workout atmosphere with lifting weights. So you go where your friends are. So CrossFit did that. It also increased the real estate for fitness facilities tremendously. So usually you would need, let's say, uh, a shopping plaza or something or a certain structure for a gym. You need certain locker rooms. Not that you shouldn't have, but you have, you have locker rooms and you have all this equipment here. You need this much space, as much investment for a CrossFit gym. You know, it might be a little bit different. I mean, you paid a couple thousand dollars a year. You get to use the name CrossFit. You can rent a fucking warehouse for a grand a month and boom, you have a CrossFit. Got a couple barbells and a pull-up bar. Boom, it's a CrossFit gym. So it really allowed people to, and you charge like four times or five times as much. So it was the branding. It was the mindset. It was the the strategy. And people were very successful, you know, especially when it was growing very quickly because, you know, you open a fucking little garage gym where people are usually, like, you know, fixing car parts where you have like an industrial lot and you pay a grand a month and you're charging people 300, you know, you can make a, 
good profit. So it, it solved those kinds of needs, but it's very high risk. It's not for everyone. In reality, it's if you want to get better at doing CrossFit, you do CrossFit. Just like if you want to get better at swimming, you need to swim. But it depends on what you're trying to accomplish. So if you're trying to lose fat, build muscle, and improve your longevity, and like CrossFit's not ideal. Um, just some initial questions. So it really depends on what you're trying to achieve, and then does CrossFit solve that need? And of course, like many things, there's doctors that don't know what the fuck they're talking about. And there are doctors that do know what they're talking about. There are personal trainers that don't know what the fuck they're talking about. There are personal trainers that do know what they're fucking talking about. There are some CrossFit gyms that know what they're talking about and many more that don't know what the fuck they're talking about. So it really depends. Like there is just because it's a CrossFit gym doesn't mean they don't do good stuff there. So you have a CrossFit gym or a studio, whatever you want to call it. I hate calling it a box. It's a fucking CrossFit gym. You go in there and they might have you know, seminar where they do a w Olympic weightlifting and the instructors really teach people and they actually don't do retarded programming where you just do random shit and power movements for endurance and, you know, do 30 cleans and then run 10 miles, you know, so it depends on what is done there. So it's a very blanket term. It's a very blanket thing. It's like, oh, what do you think of cross? There's a billion different things to do. Uh, we just talked about this adult maces. Papa Slay, what's your opinion on deadlifts? We just kind of talked about that, so I'm going to skip that one. Um, let's see. I mean, aside from deadlifts are a great way to overload the, the nervous system, there aren't many lifts that you can put that much load on the body systemically, you know? So um, it's good for that approach. But in terms of like posterior chain, it's a very functional movement in some cases, but there's other movements that are comparable or really good or maybe even more beneficial i mean kettlebell swings is more fa is fantastic and in my opinion it's a much lower risk and even better for things like grip strength in some cases depending on how heavy you go so i wouldn't if you have issues with deadlifts i would get into kettlebell swings it's just a great posterior chain exercise uh, elizabeth my besties anyone want to have uh, crossfit stories you want to share because i just talked about it for a little bit my besties hubby used to do crossfit and now she's talking about doing it but she has a bad back like me but she's starting to feel overwhelmed i'm working on her fam starting slow yoga etc she's starting to feel overwhelmed with what yeah if she has a bad back crossfit is not what i would recommend uh kaikari 97 last one here uh, what techniques do you use to keep your hair out of your face or in the way while working out i put it back sometimes like if i go get my beard and hair done i'll put in a braid or mama soil will braid it or i'll put it back in a ponytail sometimes i'll just take like the top part so that ponytail is not too heavy sometimes i'll put it in a bun um, you can use a headband but i usually don't like a headband on me while i'm sweating i don't like all that sweat being trapped against my forehead i don't want to break out and stuff like that so it depends but that's usually what i do the only problem with the long hair or one of the bigger problems with the long hair is when you're doing mace and not really so much club, but mace stuff, two hands, I'll catch hairs and I'll pull out. So putting a bun, I'll hit the bun. So it's kind of hard to keep that shit out of my way when I'm doing club and mace stuff. All right, let's see. Lady Hawk, Papa Soli, I'm going to go look at some power bricks today. Power bricks. What's that? What's a power brick? power block you mean like the dumb the adjustable dumbbells anything i should look for slash consider in brands and features are there do they have different kinds or you're just looking at power blocks 
I mean, I would look between there's Iron Master, there's Power Block, there's Nuobel, Nuobel. It depends on how heavy you want to go and what features you want. I mean, most of these you shouldn't be dropping. I think the Iron Masters you can drop. They're like literal just weights. You can drop them on the ground, not like you will. But I mean, if you're going heavier for certain lifts, you have to make sure that you're not going to drop them, like bang them around. So there are power blocks that are metal. There are some I think that are coated. Depends on how heavy you're going, different things like that. So, I mean, I have the power blocks through 90, but then I bought those and then I've been also, I've been also building up just regular hex dumbbells because there's a lot of moves that I like a dumbbell for that I prefer not to use power blocks. It's different feels. So certain movements, I'd rather have a dumbbell. So I kind of have both, but it's easy to adjust. You put it back on the rack and you adjust the pin. So it depends on the feel. I mean, Nuo Bell, N-U-O Bell is the round. I forget how heavy they go. Maybe they go up to 70 or 80. I mean, you can get commercial grade power blocks to go up to like 175 pounds, but they're like two, two grand and change. So yeah, I mean, you're not dropping it, but they're good. There are a bunch of there are a bunch of other brands too, so it depends on what they actually have. Because you said they have different models. I mean, yeah, I mean you can go on their website. I would go on the website and look at them and see what their the comparison are. You can also look at some reviews on YouTube because there there are a lot of those garage gym channels that will compare three or four or five different types of adjustable dumbbells and give you some insights. Because for example, the Iron Master ones that some people are aware of, I think they're square plates. You can drop them. They're like dumbbells. Like you can fucking slam them. They're just metal, steel or whatever dumbbells. But at the same time, it's more of a pain in the ass to adjust the weight. So you have to like unscrew the cap, take them off, take off the plates, put other ones on. So if you want to adjust the plates easily, it takes up more space than the power blocks too. So if you want to adjust quickly, like, oh, you can go from 90 pounds to 40 pounds, boom, boom, for the power blocks and you have them. But then again, if you want the feel of more like real dumbbells, you have to, you might want to understand like the trade-off of the adjustability. So it might take a little bit long to adjust, but they're more durable. They can take an impact and they'll feel more like actual dumbbells, right? Like with the grip or the way they move. Power blocks, you'll know they don't move like regular dumbbells because you're grabbing on the inside and they're square and they're blocky, but they're cool. They're really cool. I like both, but at the same time, uh, having that adjustability, I would recommend that for anyone getting started off with a home gym, get a pair of adjust, get a set of adjustable dumbbells. You could always grab like three pound or five pound or 10 pound singles. So what I did when we started is I got the, the 90 pound power blocks. And then I got like a pair of 15s or 10s because sometimes you just want to do like some shoulders or some rotator cuff stuff. You just want to grab some light weights. I didn't want to have to like, you know, adjust and grab a big old power block. Sometimes you just want some light dumbbells. And then I started buying more dumbbells because certain movements you know, I like using dumbbells with like my fat grips and stuff like that. So I started building out like a whole set of dumbbells after I got the power block. So I kind of have both. You just got options. All right, everyone hit that like button. Let's move into some. Balls deep time. Let's see. That's deep. All right. Excellent. Make sure that you hit that fucking like button and uh, drop in the comments down below. Hashtag triple S for a chance to win two days. Scorecard. Yow. Let's see what we got on the docket. Uh, we certainly do have some shit to go through. 
And do we have the funny one too? Yeah, that was, that, that was good. I'm glad we got that one. Got the funny video as well. Okay. Let's see. So did we go through all of these yesterday? No, we didn't. Let's see if we got an appetizer. We got a funny one to go through too. Uh, but I'll let you all decide. Let's do this. One, two, three, or four. We'll do a couple of videos. One, two, three, or four. Pick a number. Uno, dos, tres, o cuatro. Pick a number. One, two, three, or four. Aww. Look at her. She looks like she's 19 years old sitting there with her like a little lady in the race car. Numero uno, numero dos, tres, o cuatro. Uh, Cerny, our matriarch, is going numero cuatro. Okay, cuatro. I am very willing to let the American public judge my physical and mental, my physical as well as my mental fitness. No. All right, number four. Number four. Here we go. What's in the box? This one. This one is called <laughs> Cerny. Pick it. Going right into the deep end of the pool. This is called unpack white violence. <laughs> unpack. Can you imagine thinking? What the hell kind of country is this where I can only hate a man if he's white? Unpack white violence. Uh. So somebody asked me what unpacking white violence looks like in my own life and why it's important to me. So what unpacking white violence looks like in my life is that I am journaling. I am processing all these things I'm hearing and learning from black content creators on this app. All right. You need a job, sweetheart. You need a job. So she's watching black content creators and taking notes so unpacking white violence is journaling. Interesting. So they're coming after journaling now. Remember like Dear Diary? Okay, I know Anne Frank was unpacking white violence. Unpacking white. So Dear Diary, I sit here again today unpacking my white violence. I cried for 30 straight minutes after watching some black creators sling racist bullshit. <laughs> All right, who's porking this one, right? Yeah, Matt Damon. All right, we'll get started. Matt right. Damon. Let's keep going. Thank you, Cerny. Appreciate it. I'm also watching other people's journeys. Um, the most exciting and most important part is I am going to be beginning a uh, mentorship where I am under the mentorship, actually, of um, some very strong professional black women who that's what they do. They help others learn how to unpack their white violence. <laughs> She's going to start a mentorship under professional, strong black women. That's going to help white people unpack their white violence. Oh my God. Holy shit. That's how's that 
real. That's some creepy shit. Oh, what a fucking idiot. This is called Mama Uncensored. Okay. Wow. Mm -hmm. And why it's important to me is professionally, I am a teacher. Um, of course. Is anyone surprised? Oh, she's a teacher. Great. Excellent. Excellent. You're a teacher. Fantastic. That's exactly what we need in our teachers. Great. You know what teacher means? That means she's teaching people. That means she's teaching children. She's teaching children and she has this kind of a brain. Homeschool your kids. I'm going back to work in the fall and I want to be the best person and teacher that I can be. And I know change begins within first. But for me, in order for me to grow and nurture these young scholars oh God. who might be black and brown, I have to unpack that white violence or I'm going to cause damage. And I want to be a good role model for my children. I want to, I want to lead by example. Fuck, she reproduced. God damn it. God damn it. Shit. Fuck. Uh, some of the kids might be black or brown. Jesus Christ. Um, can I prevent my children from becoming assholes? No, but hopefully one day they can look at me and say, you know, mom did X, Y, and Z right. And, you know, maybe we can follow suit. Maybe mom should focus more on ABC instead of spending so much time on X, Y, Z. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, so that's how I'm unpacking it and why it's important to me. Have a great day. Oh my. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Thank you, Cerny. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Yeah. When you just start looking at people as their skin color and projecting your guilt and your insecurity and your fear and uncertainty and, I don't know, lack of development within yourself onto other people. Um, yeah. Nothing. All right. Number one, number two, number three. Let's go. Number one, number two, or number three. All right. Enough. Enough of those white shenanigans. I, I, I'm, I'm sick of these white shenanigans, fam. I'm sick of these white shenanigans. I, I see you out there. I know all you whiteies out there watching and listening to the man cast. I know you're out there slinging shenanigans. Are you not entertained? Stops. Are you not I might get into some white shenanigans today. I might. I might. Uh, Dan says zero. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I will tell you, like, these kinds of videos make me pure... These kinds of videos really make me lean hard pro-choice. It's like, man, I think these types of people should feel free to sterilize themselves. How is that really a bad thing long-term for real? Maybe it's a, maybe it's a good thing. Maybe it's a good thing. It's your choice. Have at it, please go for it. It's like, you could be pro-life for people that are intelligent, but I mean, for people that are just like thinking like that, it's like, eh, do what you want. Go have fun. Go, go play in the toxic green sludge that the Ninja Turtles fell into. All right. 
All right, Mark, Grizzly Magnum. Let's go number three. Grizzly Magnum, number three. Number three. Yow. Yow. I will rain down on a godly fucking firestorm upon you. Number two. Uh, this is called... Ooh, ma- Mark. Uh, uh, fat phobia isn't allowed. That's what the title of this video is in the folder. It's responding to a question on TikTok. It says, that's insane. Carrying too much weight is extremely unhealthy. This is... This is a hot, able message. All right. Uh, it might be a typo, but obviously this person is going to defend um, the fact that gravity is compressing them into the earth and that it's a good thing. Fat phobia isn't allowed. It isn't. We need more shaming. We need more fat shaming, but we need fat shaming from people that know what they're talking about. It's okay to be shamed by people that are aware of what's actually going on. We need shaming with like actual action and reason and common sense. Shame is not a bad thing, right? You should be ashamed that you're not taking care of your health. You should. You should be ashamed that you're not moving your body. You should be ashamed that your habits, you're just eating garbage. Like you should be. You should be. That's not lacking compassion. I love how that's looked at as violent or mean or or you hate or it's fat phobia. No, it's not. It's just the fucking truth. Just because it offends you or you are a weak person and it's going to, you're going to cry yourself to sleep about it. doesn't make it less true. So if you don't have any kind of shame, you're not going to change. Does again, it doesn't mean you're throwing it doesn't mean you're throwing quarters at people on the street. No, you're fat. And you're just throwing rocks at them yelling at them and doesn't mean you're an asshole. It just means that you have eyes, ears and a functioning brain and you're able to, you know, see what's actually happening. All right. Fat phobia isn't allowed. Good morning. Fatter flies and buttercups as always. Oh, Jesus Christ. Fatter flies. Go fuck yourself. This Go chick. fuck yourself. And for the record, oh, Papa Swill, you're being mean. No, her at on TikTok is yes, I'm glorifying obesity. So... Here is an incarnation of evil, evil that has eaten way too many sweets. This comment will be deleted right after I make this because fat phobia just not allowed. Ah, so you're deleting comments. Look, don't post videos online. Either turn off your comments or let people comment. You just don't like negative things. You don't like people that disagree with you um, because you're too sensitive and you were raised in a fucking bubble and no one can say anything you don't like. Poor baby. Bigotry free zone as much as possible. You don't belong on earth. You can't handle reality. A bigotry free zone. Just because you don't like it doesn't. This person did not say anything bigoted. They said that's insane. Carrying too much weight is extremely unhealthy. Fact. It's very unhealthy. That's not bigoted. You're just sensitive and it's too accurate for you to be able to handle it. It's dead on. Spot on. Right over target. They say this is insane. Carrying too much weight is extremely unhealthy. This is. I don't I'm not sure about that last part, but no one does. What I find so ridiculous is is that you're making a video to defend obesity when they're absolutely correct. There's nothing. There's nothing beneficial about obesity. Zero. Drop in the comments. What's what's a positive aspect of obesity? 
maybe having some more bone density in your lower body because you're carrying around so much extra weight, you're at slightly less risk for osteopenia and osteoporosis. That might be it. They were replying to somebody with a master's degree in this subject. So you're going to appeal to authority. Trust me when I say this. Trust me when I say this. Having a degree doesn't mean anything. Unfortunately, it really doesn't. It might give you a higher threshold with some fundamental knowledge, but having a degree does not mean you know what you're talking about. Trust me, I know. Trust me, I know. Okay, a master's degree. Okay. Sure. Oh, you're a licensed nutritionist? Oh, okay. Oh, you're a registered dietitian? Oh, okay. Oh, you're a doctor? Have you been around for the past few years? Having a degree does not mean you have any fucking idea what you're talking about. Okay? It can help support your authority if you actually know what you're fucking talking about. But in a world where information is ubiquitous and you can access information anywhere, anytime, it doesn't mean anything when you can really, in real time, check someone's bullshit and someone's bias. Okay, so, oh my God, they were talking to someone that has a master's degree? Oh, you mean they were indoctrinated for an extra couple years by the system? Great. Great. That's awesome. You mean they paid a graduate program? $100,000 for a piece of paper. Awesome. Awesome. They paid $100,000 or $60,000, whatever the graduate degree program is for things that they could have Googled and got better information. Just saying, just saying these degrees are archaic. I promise you. A master's degree. And it wasn't just this one person. It was comment after comment after comment that I was having to delete because these internet randos think that they know more about weight than someone with a master's degree. If a master's degree is telling you something stupid, it's stupid regardless of where it's coming from. Okay. The problem with someone that hides behind the letters after their name is that people spew any kind of bullshit and people that, you know, really want government daddy to pat them on the back and tell them everything's going to be okay. They're going to believe anything that comes out of anyone with an MD, a PhD or whatever like that. That doesn't give you automatic authority. It doesn't make you right. Is really what I should say. It doesn't make you correct. Just because you have those letters doesn't make you correct. And that's a very big distinction. It doesn't mean that you're incorrect, but it definitely doesn't make you correct. Just because they're thin and we're fat. What the fuck? Can we call this thin-splaining? No, um, we can call you retarded. Being fat is objectively unhealthy. And uh, good luck with the diabetes there. We'll check in on you in five years and see how you do. All right, let's do... Let's see... Um, uh, we, we got this article I just want to touch on briefly. You know, I always talk about, you know, these things kind of pop up once in a while, usually when there's nothing really to cover in the news. But this is from the Daily Mail. Scientists urge pregnant women to avoid using plastic bottles after study finds microplastics can end up in the organs of the fetus. 
Uh, this is another reason why drinking out of steel and glass and things are important. We always talk about that endocrine disruptors because plastics are endocrine disruptors and microplastics are pretty much ubiquitous and they're everywhere. So you need to mitigate and minimize your exposure to them. But um, the interesting thing I thought about this is, oh my God, scientists are urging pregnant women to avoid using plastic bottles, yet they're totally fine with um, pregnant women taking experimental gene therapy. Um, that's great for the fetuses. So uh, I'll say this a thousand times. You can read this article. You can check it out. But um, any pregnant woman that was taken the gene therapy and vaccines, that's child abuse. That's disgusting. Any pregnant woman that was taking experimental drugs during the lockdowns, like it's just nauseating. Just the thought that pregnant women were injecting themselves with this shit. Like, do you care about your child? Or, or do you have a functioning fucking brain? It's just scary as fuck. Scary, scary shit. Like any of you that have kids, that's got to like make you nauseous thinking about just taking some random shit. Gross. Scary as fuck. Scary as fuck. That just thought, it's like, hey, don't consume plastic. Yeah, no shit. Uh, and, and don't, be, don't, you know, don't trial test uh, gene manipulation therapies. Okay. Anyway, so there's that. There's that. Oh, or birthing persons. That's right. Ah, uh, that's right. People. Pregnant people. That's right. You mean women. Pregnant people. I'm trying to get rid of that. Okay. Anyway, we talked about this recently. Get a... Get a Yeti, get a Hydro Flask, use a glass bottle. Simple. Problem solved. Filter your water. All right, let's do this one. Let's do this one. We'll do one more and then we'll do the funny one to cap off. This one says controversial opinion. I'll be the judge of that. I'm the king of controversial opinions. All right, this is called controversial opinion. I'm curious. All right, last one. I'm going to bring something up and it might be a little bit controversial. Let's go. Actually, it definitely will be. I'll be the judge we of that. You need to stop talking about people's weight. No. And you might be thinking, oh, I'm just, I'm concerned about their health. Mm, am I concerned about people's health? I, I'm, I want people to be concerned about their health. I mean, I have enough to worry about my stuff, but I want other people to be more concerned about their health. So there's that. But the hard truth is. I'm, I'm hard right now. No, you're not. <gasps> Seriously, ask yourself. Oh. Am I concerned about people's health? Oh. Or does fatness just make me uncomfortable? It doesn't make me uncomfortable. It's something that everyone should aggressively expel from their life. Fatness, being lazy, not eating properly, trashing your body. It doesn't make me uncomfortable. It. I am repelled by it. It is just unconscionable that people let themselves get that way voluntarily. So it doesn't necessarily make me uncomfortable, but uh, it's very easy to avoid it. So I don't have to be uncomfortable about it. I just improve my lifestyle habits and boom, I'm not fat. So it's nothing I have to like, <gasps> repel, I have to hide. I'm so uncomfortable. I just take care of myself and it's not an issue. It's that simple. If you were concerned about their health, then you would also be getting on their back about any time they drink alcohol. How do you think people get fat? <laughs> okay. A known toxin. Yeah, okay. Anytime they smoke. Yep, that anytime too. Anytime they use a tanning bed. Strange. Or bake in the sun. Why are you baking the sun? Sun's really good for you. 
Should you bake and burn? No, but absolutely get sunlight. The list goes on and on of socially acceptable things that are really not healthy for us. Getting sun, you idiot. <laughs> Drastic fluctuations in our weight can be an indicator that we're just outside of our normal rhythm. What, what are you talking about? Outside our normal rhythm? What does that mean? You know, we're not maybe eating the same that as we used to. We're not moving the same that we used to. We're not Why? And, and that begs the question, why? Why are you not taking care of yourself? Okay. Sleeping as well as we used to. Why aren't you sleeping well? Why aren't you taking care of your health? Stress has increased. And Why aren't you managing your stress? Like these are all things in your control. Your stress has increased. Are you increasing your attention to reduce your stress? Your sleep has, or your body, you have other things that are getting, so you eat well, so you exercise, so you lower your stress, so you get better sleep. Like this is in your control. <sighs> all of this can happen. When there's you're making excuses changes going on you're making excuses so even if you're like my friend is doing great she just got a promotion she just got married she just bought a house like what but you're noticing that like something's off instead of whipping out the scales and the before and after pictures check in with how she is how is she doing the fuck are you talking about what the hell just happened i didn't know they stuck shit that high She just did like, she was on the highway going one direction and then all of a sudden just literally Fast and the Furious Tokyo drifted off an exit and we're like, whoa, whoa, whoa where are you going? That literally made no sense. So all of a sudden, so in other words, she's projecting her own story. So someone that just got married and moved into a house, check in how she's doing. What are you talking about? What the fuck are you talking about? What are you talking about? Controversial opinion? Uh, controversial opinion you don't like hearing the truth. If it doesn't suit your sensitivities, then, oh my God, oh my God, you don't really care about my health? Not more than you should. So whenever I yell at people online, go to the fucking gym, stop eating garbage. Like, am I, am, am I sitting there like, oh my God, if they eat crap, I'm going to feel so bad. I'm not sitting here like, oh my God, please don't put that shit in your mouth. I am but I'm sending a message that's going to fall on 99% deaf ears. Okay. For the small fraction of people that actually do something about it. Cool. I am trying to slap you across the tits. So you actually care more about your health. You don't really care about people's health. Does it matter? Does it matter if I care? Like, do I care? Yes, but not enough to not take care of mine. Yes, I care. Not enough to not do what I need to do in the day. Do I care? Yes, but not enough to negatively affect my sleep at night. So in other words, like the message is you should take better care. You should care and no one should care more than you. So the better question is, why don't you fucking care? Why don't you fucking care about your health? Why don't you care about your sleep? Why don't you care about your exercise habits? Why don't you care? So anytime any of these fucktards I'm like, oh, when you tell people that they need to eat better or lose weight, you don't really care. Does it matter? I'm not supposed to. No one's supposed to. The question is, why don't they? Why don't you? You don't really care about my health. Well, why don't you? It's not about me. This is about you. And people don't want to look in the fucking mirror. People don't want to look within. They don't want to acknowledge the fact that they don't fucking care and that they are in control and they're actively destroying their lives and health.
That's the real thing. That's the uncomfortable. That's what's uncomfortable. So they don't do it. And they project it as like, you don't really care. It's your fault. It's diet culture, society. It's a patriarchy. It's white supremacy. It's uh, white shenanigans. No, it's not. You're a lazy fuck. And you don't want to stop eating cookies. (sighs) What's your name, fat body? Don't forget about that part. Don't forget about you liking donuts and pizza and alcohol and not exercising and not sleeping. Let's not forget about that. <laughs> All right, knuckle bones. Let's, uh, hmm. Let's see what we got here. Oh, we got one more. This is funny. And then we'll give away to a swole card. Hashtag swole slut Saturday. Drop down in the comments down below. Who wants a funny video? Uh, ooh, Cerny says, you know what I say? Shut up, bitch. Shut up, bitch. (laughs) A jelly donut. All right, here we go. This one's called okay to be a man. All right, here we go. This is very serious. Pay attention. What's in the box? Pay attention. It's okay to be a man. It's okay to be a woman. It's okay to be a Democrat. It's okay to be a Republican. It's okay to be religious. And it's okay to be an atheist. What's not okay is cooking your steak well done. What are you thinking? You take a beautiful piece of meat and you turn it into a leathery shoe. You should know better. It's not okay. I love the music. You know what's not okay? It's like, <laughs> what are you thinking? <laughs> and that, that's fucking based. That's facts. That's facts right there. Then there's something wrong with you. You're certainly not very good. You see what I'm saying, fam? You see what I'm saying? Absolutely right. Absolutely right. <laughs> it's okay to be all these things. <laughs> the fuck are you thinking a beautiful piece of meat and i will say this if you enjoy your food or you cook your steak especially like a ribeye or something well done you you have no palate i'm just saying this a lot of people do that because they're used to eating low quality meat so they'll cook the shit and dip it in ketchup or something like that or mustard or they'll put all the sauce on it because it's very cheap steak that doesn't have any flavor but if you're cooking an actual steak Strip, ribeye, something like that. I mean, different types too, but I'm saying if you're, you don't need, you have to cook it. Anything past medium rare is burnt. Like it's burnt. Anything past medium rare, that's the limit. Medium, fuck that shit. Medium rare is just limit. So. And if you disagree and you know, I like the flavor of this then you don't know how to cook a steak. You don't know how to cook a steak and you've never had someone cook you a really good steak that was like a quality steak that was cooked properly. You just don't know what that tastes like. You've never experienced a really good cut of meat cooked really well. So there's it's one thing to have a high quality steak and not know how to fucking cook it. You could ruin and then, oh, okay. Oh, the steak is terrible. It's like, if someone's a really good cook or a chef, like you could take any kind of meat, any cut, and you can make it tasty. You might have to 
season it or marinate it longer. If it's a tougher piece of meat, you know, if you're an expert, if you're a chef, you'll make it work. But if you take a really good cut of meat and you know how to cook it properly, oof, medium is a crime. You should be arrested. You should be arrested and thrown in the gulag without a trial if you cook your steak medium. Uh, yeah, sometimes you might fuck up. And it's like, oh man, I overcooked it. Yeah. No, it's good. It's good. It's good. A st- <laughs> Aaron, a steak that doesn't bleed. Um, That's going to be a shirt, right? What is a, what is it? What is a stake in women? What does a stake in a woman have in common? They both bleed? Um, or something like that. <laughs> uh, Elizabeth, I want to get a tomahawk steak for my birthday, but I don't want to ruin it. I'm scared. I mean, you can get one of those thermometers and take the temperature. That way you know if you don't overcook them. I never did that, though. I just kind of eyeball it. I know I have, like, my routine. I cook it in the cast iron pan. I love it. But I found my routine. You just, But it, it takes practice, too. It does take practice too. So you can't just automatically look up a recipe and then do it. The more you do, I mean, you can, but the more you practice cooking, because every stove is different. You all know that sometimes you, you get a new stove, you have this, you turn on medium and then it'll burn at one place and then you turn it on, you know, everything is like a different power. Um, but the more you learn and the more you practice, the better you'll, you're able to do things on the fly. So you don't necessarily have to cook it in that manner all the time. You can tell by touching it. You can tell by like how the thing, and of course, and then you have different cuts of steak or different, like we get these big long cuts of ribeye and we cut them ourselves. So sometimes it's different lengths and the thickness is different. So you have to cook it a little bit differently. You got to make sure like if it's a thinner cut, you got to really be careful not to overcook it. Yeah. Danielle never trust something that bleeds for, for seven days every month and doesn't die. That's the same. I would never trust bleeds every month and doesn't die okay uh let's get into today's swole card excellent love it here we go fam falcon take us away swole card swole slut season i want my i want my steak to have an active instagram account i want it to be suspended for seven days fatter flies i just see some comments that i missed oh fatter flies uh scrolling swole slut swole slut zero Zero, zero. Come on, fam, drop it. Not a lot of people dropped that hashtag today. All right, we got a winner. Elizabeth, congratulations. Congratulations. Okay. All right. I need to, uh, I need to get some white shenanigans. We need to get a white... You know what I should do? How about a shirt, fam? Who wants a shirt? White shenanigans. White shenanigans. You like that one? White shenanigans. Congratulations, Elizabeth. Send us an email to support enormous.com. Swell card 2493. And get on with your white or black or Latino shenanigans. Everyone, go get your shenanigans on today. Fantastic. Congratulations, Elizabeth. Congratulations.
Check this out, fan. Ready? See it? Uh, it says white shenanigans in the thing. Ah, it's too small. All right. Oh, that's a good question. That's a very good question. John says, uh, did you get that spider yesterday? So I forgot, right? So I forgot the whole day and I remembered at like nine or 10 o'clock at night and I came back and it was still there. So I took my little dust buster, sucked it in. So I got it later. It was there all day, didn't move. Didn't move. Spider gate. But I got it. I got well, it. Folks, I eliminate one tax loophole. Out of a trillion six hundred billion worth, for, uh, a trillion four hundred billion worth, out of a billion four hundred million, excuse me, a trillion four hundred billion dollars. You're insane, gold member. No medication except my fucking antidepressants. So Kerr is a neo pronoun that comes from the word person, which is why I really like him. I fart in your gender direction. Let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. You see, it, it's, it doesn't give me the, the words big enough. It says white shenanigans over there. All right, fam, go and uh, get your shenanigans on. Thanks for being here tomorrow. By the way, tomorrow, uh, 2494. My God, 2494. Tomorrow, ask Papa Swolio live. So submit your questions, askpapaswolio.com. And um, submit your questions now. We'll take a lot of calls tomorrow if they come in. We'll take live questions, just pure Q&A tomorrow. We'll see you then uh, for episode 2494. Thanks for being here. Peace, McGee's Deuce McGoose, your boy, Papa Swolio. Oh, 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 oh. Crazy flow, need a straight jacket. Cash flow, I'm a bank addict. Six subs, had the face smacking. Eight away, had the place clapping. Three girls is enough for me, so I pull out like the stock crashing, like an IPO trying to purchase me. This a private sector, so you can't have it. Faking all that boom babbing. Who you think you is, boy? 90s want they sound back, so I give rap all these fake rappers as I take matters in my own hands. I don't need rapping, I don't need Zans. I don't need help, I'm a grown man. Now they came left and they so mad, it's like. Then y'all found that young kid.